0: Hello and welcome to Spirit Channel Podcast. I'm Athena Bailey, your host, and I'm so excited to have you here. The Spirit Channel Podcast is a place where I share my trans channelings, my channeled energy works, channeled meditation, and anything else that I channel with my spiritual team to support you on your spiritual journey here on Earth. I hope that in these collections of teachings, energy works, meditations, you find something that supports you and helps you. I have more resources on my website, athenabailey.com, or you can also find me on Instagram at Athena bailey. Sending you so much love and blessings on your journey here. Hello and welcome to today's episode. I'm Athena Bailey, and I'm ready to dive deep today talking all about starseeds. So starseeds are something that I think is a very important topic for lightworkers to look at, to look into as part of learning more about ourselves and also understanding that when we start channeling, we're most likely going to be connected to the beings that we have a soul relation to, right? And that really ties into our starseed connection. Now, at this time, there are more starseeds being born on Earth than ever before. It's they are coming in big waves so many young children are born with these incredible gifts and have these incredible star seed connections now i want to share here a little i guess a division a light worker is not necessarily a star seed and a star seed is not necessarily a light worker okay so a light worker is someone who is here serving the light doing work that is lifting the light now this might be someone who is an old earth human someone who is from the inner earth someone from the angelic realms there are all these different versions of a lightworker starseed is someone specifically who has had most incarnations on another planet or different planets and has incarnated on earth in recent times to support earth it doesn't mean that this is their first incarnation in fact it's quite rare to see starseeds who have only had one or so incarnation here usually they've had a couple um often a handful to kind of prepare them for being where we are and today look ultimately the purpose of starseeds being on earth at the moment is they are very very needed and earth has called for starseeds starseeds often have access to high spiritual gifts high spill spiritual frequencies and have a bigger ability and capacity to hold higher vibrations which is what earth is actually ultimately asking for right now she's asking for the consciousness to raise on earth to create a shift for humanity which is the reason why star seeds are being born here right because it's to speed up humanity's journey and there have been many times in history in our recorded and unrecorded history because Our unrecorded history is so much bigger than what we are told and what we are shown and the histories of Atlantis and Lemuria where many of you listening to this have had lifetimes there. There is so much that is unrecorded and so many So much of human evolution was shifted and shaped by these galactic races who have come through and supported humanity at different times to lead them on the journey that they are today. Starseeds are also really here to awaken others and usually you find them in work where they are awakening and activating others, where they're anchoring in light and energy for Mother Earth. In this episode, I'm going to be really talking about the different starseed races, the different signs that you are a starseed, how to know that you are actually connected, and what you really need to be doing now as a number one priority if you are a starseed, right? Because, okay, great, you've awakened, you know you're a starseed. Now what? Right? So we're going to be getting into all of that today so you can understand what your purpose and your path is here as a Starseed. I'm going to be actually going in today into the various pathways um, and more precisely into the different kinds of main Starseeds and the characteristics that they hold. However, I want to do a general, kind of a general Starseed characteristic traits of Starseeds so the first one that i want to talk about is a real strong sense of not belonging and i know this one can feel a little bit cliche of like oh you're spiritual you don't belong but really that is the feeling you feel as if you don't quite fit in with the rest of humanity like you feel really different um, and even disconnected the way this can really manifest with someone is feeling quite isolated and a longing to find your people find your tribe and a yearning for home like a yearning of, I, I want to go home. Like that that's the feeling that you can best describe. Now, I think this is a phase that a lot of starseeds go through. I know that I did when I was younger, um, where it's just this real, i miss I miss home. I want to go home. I'm struggling here. I'm struggling in the human body. I'm struggling adapting to earth. I want to go home. And it's a very real phase and thing that people go through, but it's really important to remember that you are here for a reason. You were chosen out of a lineup of a lot of people to represent your soul family to be here. You are lucky and fortunate to be here, even though at times it may not feel like it. You have work here to do. You are equipped to do this work completely and fully. You are supported to do this work fully. And being on Earth can be a pleasurable and beautiful experience right so it's also important to remember that too the second really obvious trait of starseeds is heightened intuition and psychic abilities so a lot of starseeds develop it quite young um clairvoyance telepathy astral projection all of these things that often happen from a young age which was very much me um if you listen to any of my other podcasts you'll have heard me talk about that quite a bit Three, another common sign is a strong connection to stars, planets, universe as a whole, just like this, it's almost like this knowing within them, right? And very often star seeds can be drawn to astronomy um, and connection to the planets actually calling them in. Next we have a desire to help others. So. This is really connecting into the service. So starseeds here have a purpose, have mission work, right? It's they're not here for nothing. You're really, you're trained, you're put here on earth and you're going, right. This is what you're going to do. And you come here to do stuff. And so this is real driven sense of purpose and a desire to have a big impact on earth. So this is a, this is really common um, and a big one to look out for. Starseeds also have often an interest in ancient civilizations, extraterrestrial life, just a fascination and a calling to that. You're also gonna find that they most likely have an affinity for healing and energy work and they can often have actually like an innate ability to work with subtle energies without even needing to go and study. Now, before we get into the gifts that various starseed races have I want to first talk about some of the harder aspects of being a starseed which is I mentioned feeling isolated and misunderstood which is like it's the most common one you have a hard time you feel disconnected from humanity and there's a lot of lack of understanding of like okay but why does it work like this why do humanities do this it's like you feel different and you think different secondly is struggling with self-acceptance so actually like even when you come to a state of, oh, like I'm actually have the starseed connection, there can be a lot of fear or judgment from others. And that can really affect us mentally as well. When we first discover that, okay, we have purpose and we have purpose work here. We also have to balance all the responsibilities that come with that. And that can feel really heavy, heavy as well. Now, the beautiful part of realizing and understanding your starseed is that you have a deeper connection to yourself, understanding who you are, what you came here for. You have a sense of belonging, a sense of purpose, a sense of connection. You realize you have unique gifts and abilities that you can open up to. And when you do finally meet your soul tribe, which if you haven't yet, I promise you, you will. Like, I promise you will meet your soul tribe. If you don't have your soul tribe, Yet in your life, and you're feeling really lonely and isolated, which I know I have been there too. I understand how that feels. Let me promise you, you didn't come here for nothing and you didn't come here unsupported. Around you right now, you have a beautiful spiritual team that loves you unconditionally and who are supporting you with finding your soul tribe here on earth. And if you're not fully in your soul purpose work yet, you haven't fully activated your soul and are embodying it, that's why you haven't found it. Because you need to be activated and aligned on a soul level. And it's kind of when all that is turned on, it's like a honing light. And all your soul tribe luck flock to you, around you, right? And if they haven't awoken, let's say woken um, up yet, that'll be your job and <laughs> they'll be going with the journey. And sometimes it's the other way around. So they're coming. If you haven't met them yet, they're coming. One of the other things I want to mention about being a starseed is that you can actually be a hybrid. I am a hybrid. Which means you have a connection to two planets, right? And it can look like your soul originated from a certain constellation collective like the Pleiades. But you had most of your lifetimes in a different constellation like or, or a different planet on Arcturus or Sirius. So understand that you might have a connection to more than one planet as well. And that's important to note here, too. I'm going to talk a little bit about my starseed journey um, before we get into this, because I think it's very important to be aware that if you are a light worker, there's a big chance you are a starseed. And one, if you're not channeling already, once you start channeling, you will be contacted by your star family. Okay, and I want to, you've heard me talk about just now about soul tribe and star family, soul family. And let me explain those two terms because they're actually quite different. So when I say soul tribe, um, which I don't think is a really right wording, but it's the people on earth right now who are incarnated and have a soul resonance to you. I think a good term for them is soul mates. Okay, because they are connected to you on a soul level and they are incarnated at earth though. 99% of the time, 0.9, 99.999% of the time, they're not going to be your soul family. And that is because your soul family are the beings who have known you for the most amount of lifetimes, who know you intimately well, your closest, um, they're your closest friends, uh, family, relationships, right? They know you so well and so deeply and operate with you in a collective, Right? And so you are here representing that collective. For them, it's most often not the highest good for more than one being in that collective to be incarnated. It's actually much better to have one incarnated and the rest of them working in spirit around supporting you. So if you are a starseed at the moment, you have that beautiful soul family supporting you in spirit. And that soul family will be going, okay, who on earth has a soul resonance? that we can bring into your life and most likely you already have pre-soul contracts um with these people anyway right so there is an agreement uh, that they resonate with you on a soul level but your soul family is like the step up from that right So when you first start channeling as a starseed, your soul family is going to be like, yay, finally, (laughs) let's get involved. We've been waiting for you. And that's why when people ask me, okay, well, I'm a starseed. Like, what am I supposed to do with that? Like, where do I go with that? The number one most important thing that you can do as a starseed is to start channeling, is to activate your abilities and start channeling because you are representing your soul family. You are here to do work that you have been sent on a mission to do you have gifts and abilities that you probably haven't activated and soul purpose work that you're here to do that you probably don't know about and your soul family is going we can help you we can guide you we can teach you we can (laughs) support you with all the things right and so once you start to channel it's like you pick up the phone and go hi soul family are you there and your soul family goes ah yes finally all right let's let's get to work let's get to it and they can support you. They can be like, "This, these are your soul gifts. This is how we want to activate them. Because once you make contact with your soul family, they're going to start doing energy work on you. And actually, I should probably say your soul family, if you're a starseed, has probably already been doing a lot of activating and energy work on you um, already. If you're a starseed, you would have been woken up. And you don't remember this, right? Because it happens. And for a smooth journey here for us, we forget it. Or we're made to forget it is a a better word for it. So I'll give you an example. Um, When I was growing up, I had a severe fear of the dark, like severe. It continued through teenage years, severe anxiety, severe fear of the dark. And I had a lot of memories and suppressed memories around it. And yes, there were instances of, you know, I was very clairvoyant of seeing negative things that were quite scary, but then actually seeing positive things and not understanding it. So when I was uh, very young, when I was a very young child, receiving visitations at night by my soul family, star beings, who came through to activate me. Right? Because the human body, when it's born, is not activated or acclimatized to these higher dimensions and higher energies. So my soul family was coming through to acclimatize me, to activate me. And this was done in multiple and various sessions. Now, if you're a young child and you see these beings coming into your room, you're going to freak out. You're going to be like, what the hell? Even if it feels safe even if it feels good it still can be overwhelming so it's like put it down into your subconscious so you don't remember right and I just i had all these things in my subconscious memory that were there that were floating that later when i got older i was able to explore and remember and really move out of this fear of the darkness and fear of the clairvoyance as well so your soul family is already doing visitations and work with you um, and activating you already. I guarantee you that if you are a starseed, seed, um, you've definitely, you've definitely been um, met with them already, which is a beautiful thing to think about. So. <laughs> coming back to the number one thing that you can do is start to channel them because it makes all of that communication easier so I went through most of my teenage years I began to activate channel and I was first connecting with my guides at quite a young age Um, but the starseed aspect of it and having the awareness of what is a starseed came a little bit later from memory I think it started around the age 19 so and you guys know have been listening to me you know that it was really my early teenage years that all this spiritual stuff first started happening so then when i was about 19 and i really got into the star seed stuff and i started recognizing and in channelings i was told this is what you're connected to and it was just like this it felt like a missing piece was brought back in and i was like oh wow this is who i'm connected to this is who i'm here to represent and it was just it was like there was a piece missing and i didn't realize it and it was a really beautiful experience and from there i was able to start my work channeling and working with these beings so for those of you who you know what let's play a game if you don't know me um you know if this is your first time listening to me you can feel into my energy right i would like you Using your intuition to see if you can feel to what starseed origins that I actually have. And I will give you a hint as well I'm a hybrid. (laughs) So let's just see if I'm going to give you a moment. Maybe you know, maybe I'll you've had a guess so my soul origin is actually connected to the pleiades however the majority of lifetimes i have have had been on sirius so my biggest closest connection is sirius um those are the ones i work with a lot more but i still have an affinity and a connection to pleiades right so it's the same concept as um which actually is the same in this lifetime uh, because i was born in dubai but you know i've lived mostly in australia and yes, some parts of Europe, my my connection is to Australia, I don't feel or say like, oh, I'm Arabic, like I'm obviously not, I don't have that connection. But I do feel Australian and I also have, I'm Czech as well. So I have that connection there. So it's kind of similar to that, right, in that sense. So my big connection is Sirius, and I've done a lot of channelings with the Syrians beings, learned from them a lot, they've supported me a lot with energy work and activations, and it's been a beautiful journey. And I've done similar with Pleiadians. Um, Pleiadians are definitely, in my opinion, the easiest galactic race to connect to and open up because they've been mirroring um, humanity's evolution and just they're very close to us. While Syrians are quite advanced, spiritually and can be a little bit harder to connect to for that reason so that's a little bit about my journey when it comes to um the starseed connection obviously for me when i really got into it and i began to do activations on myself energy work with the syrians it helped me open up so many of my gifts and really go to that next level as a starseed All right, we're going to talk now a little bit about some of the different galactic races, starseed races, and I'm going to read out the more specific traits related to these specific races, and you can see what you feel and you identify. Now, obviously, a lot of you are going to be like, well, how do I know that I'm a starseed? The number one way to know if you're a starseed is either A, see a really good channel, like a really good channel, and this is like, I am... It's really important to see a good channel, okay? And you need to know how they're channeling, who they're channeling, like the levels of discernment. There are a few things that I think are very important to like you, to have a teacher in. There are many things that you can learn and study and develop all on your own, but channeling is one of those things where you need to know how to practice discernment, where you need to know how to shift your energy and protect ground yourself like do so many things energetically it's really important to have um someone guide you and support you through those things it's very hard to do um on your own and there are challenges and stuff that you overcome now if you're like okay i want to find a good channel my number one recommendation is to go ahead and go to channelingspiritacademy.com and we have a database of practitioners who have gone through channeling spirit academy these are people who understand discernment who have activated, they know how to channel, they know how to do it well, they trans channel, you'll see and each one of them has slightly different skills so you'll be able to see, so that's my recommendation because you really need to find a good channel because if someone is a false channel connected into something and they don't know, they don't know how to discern, they don't know how to tune in, it can create um, it can create issues. I'm a, I'm a really big proponent for looking after your energy and being discerning in your practice with energy work because we're we're dealing with a lot of realms and we don't want to put a blind eye on it and just be like ooh, love and light nothing else exists because that's not the reality of where we are right now okay the reality of where we are right now is we're in a realm where there's a lot of different things at play and we need to know how to navigate it okay so i say that with love so one of the easiest ways to know if you're Starseed is go see a really good channel and they will be able to tell you. That's one thing. Please don't post in those Facebook groups and be like, oh, what Starseed connection do you think I have? <laughs> because you're just going to have like a million people telling you different things. Um, not to say that there might not be good channels in there, but we don't want somebody like to give you a false impression that you're connected to something when you're really not. Okay? It's quite important to know what Starseed race you are from. The other thing is... <laughs> see if you connect to any of the characteristics and follow your intuition like where you feel the strongest connection to um the other way is learn to channel yourself which is my highest recommendation because that was my journey I've seen that journey for a lot of people um I have students now who are teaching starseed courses and doing amazing things that is all channeled so that is my third and highest recommendation um which if you are interested in I'll put the course link down in the description box for you to check out as you listen to these intuitively listen and feel to what resonates to you what you feel that's gonna be some indicator. We are gonna start with Syrians because I'm very connected to the Syrians. As you know, I have a close connection with them. I find even for me, someone who is Syrian connected, um, and I've channeled a lot of different galactic races, beings, angels, like throughout the dimensions, and Syrians are harder to channel. And I have channeled Syrian beings over and over and over again, and I have had to work harder on my energy to channel and maintain the energy from them, then I have Pleiadians or Octarians or like angels, right? So the Syrians are quite high vibrational, and the Syrians come from the Syrian star system. It's about 8.6 light years away from Earth in the constellation Canis Major, and it's connected of two stars, Sirius A and Sirius B, and it's the brightest star system in Earth's night sky. So Syrians are highly evolved beings with a strong focus on spiritual growth and technological advancements. They are very psychically, spiritually, technologically um, advanced and there are some physical appearances that are similar to humans. So the variation from how they look, they are quite humanoid. There is a very deep connection to Sirius and um, ancient Egypt. They really were connecting a lot to ancient Egypt, coming through, being here, being present. And there is a strong connection to Goddess Isis. And, you know, if you know me and you know that I also channel Goddess Isis and teach the program Isis Car, that kind of explains it to you a little bit more why I have that connection with Isis, um, being a Syrian myself. So, Part of the connection to ancient Egypt is believing that they actually came through and provided ancient Egypt with advanced knowledge in various different fields, spirituality, that all really supported their growth. Um, So, Syrians are real aids to humans. They have helped us a lot, spiritually, technologically. They're beautiful benevolent guides who support and guide us. So let's go into some Syrian starseed traits. The first one, obviously, you're gonna have an attraction to Sirius. You're gonna feel connection to it, um, and just feel that within you. There's a big spiritual knowledge, um, understanding metaphysics, uh, spirituality, esoteric wisdom there's the knowledge aspect of it and having that learning about it having the intellectual curiosity um, around it as well um, and even in different areas so there's a lot of learning and intelligence involved with syrians Ancient Egyptian connection is massive, so that's like really important. You feel the pull, the connection to ancient Egypt, spirituality, um, the connection there, like I'm getting goosebumps as I talk about it. It's it's a very important part of the Syrian connection. If you're like, oh, I match all the things, but I don't give a shit about ancient Egypt, might not be Syrian, might be Lyrian, for example, which can be quite similar. Syrians are generally very intuitive um, and very psychic. A really big important part here is the connection to water for Syrians. Something I've experienced very intensely in my life. The need to be around water, in water. And I have a lot of memories of being living on a water planet, which is actually Sirius B. So The connection to water is very important and oftentimes when I'm snorkeling it's just like this, it's like the, we have muscle memory and we have soul memory and it's like something comes online and I feel this beautiful peace and connection and really like this desiring to live in water which I think a lot of Syrians um, experience as well. They're very connected to Mother Earth, um, very open ni- minded. They're very loyal and they're not generally like have a lot of friends, but have a small group of friends that they're very, very close to. Um, calm, centered, daydreaming, and can sometimes have a bit of an issue expressing their emotions. So that's serious. Now, some really we want to be ensuring that your. 99% of the characteristics are applying and connecting to you. I'm just in my notes. Something that I want to add in there as well is Syrians have a really strong moral compass, knowing what is right, what is wrong, and a need to stand and a need to stand up for that. Um, I de- I definitely feel that in myself as well. Like the idea of what's right, what's wrong, and needing to do what I believe is right is very very important to me. Alright, next up we're going to get into the Pleiadians, because I know a lot of you listening to this are connected to Pleiadians very deeply. So Pleiadians are a collective, they're uh, from the Pleiadian star cluster, and it's also known as the Seventh Sister, which is about 444 light years away from Earth in the constellation of Taurus. Now. Pleiadians are talkative. That's one thing I wanna say. Pleiadians have a highly activated throat chakra. Something that humanity struggles with or is struggling through right now is the throat chakra as a collective. That is something that we're going to going through as a collective. And Pleiadians are very advanced communicators and they love, love to channel. Um, they love to connect to us like even as i'm just saying this I, I feel their energy and i'm seeing them come through so pleiadians are very excited to connect to humans in a way that i haven't seen any other galactic race and actually if you look at all the channel texts the majority of them are from the pleiadians they're like ready to go the pleiadians are also very very creative right people from the pleiades they're great speakers they're very creative they have an open um crown uh, sorry throat chakra and that because that's what the Pleiadians are. They're very big on creativity, music, dance, you know, all of that. And they really mastered like this beautiful society. um They're benevolent, loving, compassionate, and they're really helping us develop spiritually and opening up our hearts. And they have also been helping humanity um, along the way. And very recently, a lot with the, ch- the channel. There are um, the channel texts, there are some great books. Um, Barbara Marciniak, for example, has channeled some amazing stuff from the Pleiadians. There are a lot of Pleiadians, um, Pleiadian star seeds around as well. So, Pleiadians are wonderful channels too. I do want to say that um, because everything is just so activated in terms of the throat, and the throat is very important for channeling work. So, people who have a connection to Pleiades, like I mentioned, that they're very creative, they're very connected. Um, They have a very deep desire to help and serve humanity. They're deeply intuitive and empathic. Um, Their compassion and their ability to sense other people's emotions is very, very strong. Obviously gonna have some kind of attraction to the Pleiades or the Seven Sisters um, star system. Gonna have a spiritual, like, a spiritual inclination, like there's a connection there to spirituality and to healing modalities. Like I want to really want to say like if you're a Pleiadian, you've explored more energy work and healing systems. Like a Syrian is more likely to study it, but not necessarily become a healer but a Pleiadian is more likely to become a healer, right? So that's um, one thing, love of nature and animals and a deep kind of respect for all that is um, connected to the Pleiadians. Other than being super creative and empathic, they're also deeply family orientated. They can have very strong feminine nurturing energy. They're gentle. They have a strong aversion to harm and violence. They can be people pleasers, they're polite, um, Like I mentioned before, really gifted um, in healing arts, including creative fields. I see a lot of Pleiadians end up as counselors, so I do see that. Um, as quite often and they're very very sensitive. Alright, next up we have the Arcturians. Now the Arcturians are, they're an ancient race, they're very strong-willed. Arcturians originate from the Arcturus star system and it's located about 37 light years away from Earth. The Arcturian race itself has very strong and advanced technology. This is something they're really known for, especially in like the areas of co-creative technology as well. The Arcturians have been assisting Earth for some time in terms of our spiritual evolution and teaching us. I've learned a lot from the Arcturians, and there are some really incredible things being channeled about Arcturians that are supporting our development. Now, Star Seeds who are from Arcturias are very strong-willed, I would describe, and they're often leaders, builders, architects, and planners. Now that's kind of like the key role that we see with them, they're also quite emotional and they can make very good healers, oftentimes we see Arcturians become shamans too when they feel that calling. So, and I think my partner is, um, my husband is a wonderful example of an Arcturian. You know, he is a carpenter and he's also been studying shamanic work for a very long time. Um, So it's, yeah, it's very interesting to see how he kind of falls into that. So Arcturian starseeds, natural born leaders, um, very telepathic. That's kind of like the key Arcturian starseed actual gift. They are very good with technology. They're good with like overseeing things, planning things. Um, They're very passionate about their thing, very logical, very organized. They're very intelligent and often will actually pursue some sort of field that requires a lot of intelligence, like data, science, mathematics, technology, even medicine, right? Because they are very good at looking at how things work, figuring things out. Um, So we see a lot of Arcturians in the science realms as well and interestingly they're also very good channelers too. Now there's two more races that I'm going to touch on. The first is Lyrians and Lyrians are a group of beings that come from the Lyria constellation which is located in the northern hemisphere of our galaxy. Lyrians they are a humanoid race but there's really big connections to the lion like that's really like it's even called as the lion race right so there's a really strong connection there um they often have long flowing hair now lyrians are a master race they're very big on the helping seed this galaxy and have seeded other galaxies they have a deep connection with earth and we do have start quite a few star seeds that um come from lyria i have worked with quite a few beings um star seeds that come from lyria and all these people that i've known they have big purpose work big purpose work big things here to do um and they have very strong energy um, i've always been blown away by Lyrian starseeds myself, Um, I find them really incredible Um, and they're always doing big work here to assist and guide humanity in their spiritual evolution. Lyrians have been guiding humanity for a very long time Um, and so let's get into some of the traits that a Lyrian starseed might have. One thing is they are very independent um, and they can often be quite lonely and actually feel quite isolated because they're so independent and they really need to maintain that individuality and freedom. Now, lyrians are incredibly smart the star seeds they're incredibly smart they're incredibly spiritually evolved they have a deep wisdom and understanding for how our world works and it's interesting because all the lyrian star seeds i know as well they're very successful it's like they understand the the universal laws laws of success they understand it and they work with it Lyrians enjoy travel, exploration. They often come down as fire signs, so we see a lot of Leo, Aries, and Sagittarius. And yeah, thinking of the Lyria star signs, I know they are all fire signs. Um, they can get quite distracted easily. They need a lot of sleep. They can shift consciousness really easily. They like being the center of the tension, and they do tend up being quite successful. Um, I, yeah, I love Lyrians. I'm very in awe of the star seeds that I've seen and met, and I feel like I have so much to learn from them. And same with Arcturians. Um, there's so much to learn from all of them. The last star seeds that I want to kind of touch base on today are the Venusians, and it's been very interesting to me because um, I've been connecting with my future spirit babies, and I've been taking to Venus, um, which is where the Venusians originate, and like when we talk about the planet venus we're talking about a higher density right not the density we see venus in but the higher density it exists in so being taken to venus and meeting the being sarah and meeting my children on venus as venusian so i have an understanding that and um, they're originating from that planet and they have the connection there to it so the Venusians, they or- originate from Venus. Actually, Jesus was from Venus. They have a beautiful, heart centered consciousness. They're deeply, deeply loving. Um, and I think that's kind of like the biggest way that they serve humanity. Venusians are very much, Venusian star seeds are very much known for their attractiveness. Like they are very beautiful, um, highly spiritually developed, telepathic abilities. And they're very connected to the natural world so there's a deep connection to um, to earth they understand the principles of energy and vibration it can also like a lot of starseeds struggle with feelings of isolation and loneliness they can feel disconnected from the material world because venusians are so heart-based um earth can be quite a painful incarnation for them because they feel so much they're often very tall very sensual very passionate and just generally very kind beautiful beings so these are just a few of them i mean there are so many more that we can go into the polarians um andromedians um reptilian beings like there are so many different kinds and i want to say here i don't like to view starseed races as good or bad like it has had its history but that's like if we take a look back at human's history and say well humans are inherently bad um i have met and known uh, reptilian starseeds who are beautiful loving people doing beautiful loving work here so we don't say bad or good we try and look at the individual rather than lock them into their race because i like if we talk to the intergalactic council of light they're like humanity is not ready to be a part of our (laughs) of the intergalactic um council of light because of everything we're doing and how we're attacking each other and attacking earth and so if they were to look at us and all go "Mm, well humans are certainly quite bad we're not going to connect with them then you know it kind of leaves us in the dust the ones of us here who are the light workers who are doing good things so it's important not to judge an entire race based on the races um actions we're talking about galactic races obviously so hopefully you've kind of like Learned a little bit more about, um, you know, what it is to be a starseed, how it works. Really, growing up a starseed is an interesting experience. It can be quite um, an alienating experience. You can feel very disconnected and struggle to fit in and just always feeling different. Um, but ultimately so that you can do your work here which every starseed has work here to do. Number one thing you can do as um a starseed is remember where you came from and who you are and what you're here to do. And in my opinion the fastest way to get there is by channeling. Um, I have free courses around that too, so I'm going to drop it all in the boxes below. Dive deep in. I hope this has been a really helpful question for you. You can find me on Instagram or um which is also in the box below. blessings. Love